Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. The FT. Coming back to work after two weeks away, I felt so out of the swing of it and so overburdened with undone things. I did what I almost never do and made a list. It went like this. Right column. Do corrections to feature. Revise radio script. Read board papers. Write agony aunt column. Do emails. Record podcast. Say no to various people who have been trying to get me to do things. Start tax return. Tell employer my new home address. Do expenses. By midweek, I was feeling complacent. Almost everything had been done. Most of the tasks, when I got down to them, turned out to be easy. Work is astonishingly straightforward and pleasant in August, when there's no one getting in the way, so much so it makes you wonder why we make such a meal of it the rest of the year. As for email, that's fine too. I've developed a post-holiday system in which I mark all messages for deletion and then, before committing them to a mass grave, glance through them and rescue the few that look interesting. Two weeks' email backlog takes an hour and a half to shift. Saying no is also simple now that I've learnt how to do it. And even the tax return is not too bad. Electronic banking and share registers mean it no longer matters if you've lost vital scraps of paper, as it's all there online. But then I embarked on the task that ought to have been the most innocuous. My employer owes me £92.29p. I have the receipt to prove it, and all that's needed is a little admin to get back what is rightfully mine. I started the job at 3.30pm, and by 5pm was close to tears. Three times I'd had to interrupt other people for help. Everyone who sits around me was disturbed by shouts of I, insert expletive, hate this, insert expletive, expenses system. There's something about doing expenses that's always been loathsome, even in the old days when all you had to do was fill in a few columns on a sheet of A4. There's a dispiriting matter of emptying pockets and handbags in search of missing receipts, as well as the existential uncertainty about what it's okay to claim for. I remember seeing a survey saying that many office workers would rather scrub the company's lavatories than do their expenses. I'd go further still. Not only would I rather scrub loose, I'd rather have a root canal. While most admin tasks are becoming less painful, expenses are getting more so. The Financial Times has recently moved to a web system, Oracle's iExpenses. Last week, I reacquainted myself with how horrible it is. I couldn't make it work in Chrome. It kept telling me to disable my pop-up blocker. But as I don't have the first idea what that is, I couldn't oblige. Then every time I tried to fill in its baffling boxes, it replied, invalid value. There are four pages to be completed. Whenever I tried to move to the next page, it informed me I had not done the previous one correctly. 
When you finally submit the form, you still aren't done. You have to print out the report, photocopy all receipts, then work out how to scan them all together and email them to some poor person who's paid to process them. In the end, after a good deal of swearing, I succeeded, which is more than some of my colleagues manage. One seasoned foreign correspondent, who's more than capable of looking after himself in some of the world's most dangerous places, is so flawed by eye expenses that he's been given a special dispensation to use the old system. The new system is so painful, one can only conclude it was deliberately designed that way. Now that all software is user-friendly, it must have taken very special coding from the clever people at Oracle to make something quite so unfriendly. It's not hard to see why companies are so happy with the result. The more difficult it is to claim, the lower the expenses bill. Yet that ignores the opportunity cost, the hours we all waste faffing around as I did last week. It also ignores the stress caused. Just think of the money that has to be spent on those wellness programmes that help employees de-stress. Surely it'd be better not to wind people up in the first place. So what's the answer? I know someone who works in a big organisation who got so fed up with helping out a teammate with his expenses that she slapped a 10% commission on him. Not only did he not object, but word spread throughout the company and soon everyone was asking her for the same deal. This is a brilliant idea for any entrepreneurial person with inhuman levels of patience and low blood pressure. Do your colleagues' expenses for them and charge 10 or even 20%. You would make a fortune and you would secure for yourself a place in heaven. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.